Town Square Media Station. With your host, Drew Kirby. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsick. Ah, uh, this is Craig Morgan. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Well, we've had uh, quite the interesting week here with some weather moving in. We do appreciate you tuning in each and every week. And if you missed any of our shows, you can go right over to the My Country 95.5 mobile app and listen on demand. It's very simple, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. We've got a big show today, and it's all going to really focus in, a lot of it anyway, on uh, public access and uh, access that you have available to hunt and fish all over the state of Wyoming. We're going to break it down. There are a lot of different uh, abbreviations and a lot of letters that we're going to kind of comb through and iron out so that you're familiar with where you can go and where you can hunt and where you can fish, uh, which it's free land. A lot of times you don't have to even have a much of a permit, but uh, we'll get into that with Wyoming Game and Fish here in just a little bit. Also, we're going to talk to Jim Crowley. We had some weather come in. Uh, what does the snow uh, in cold weather do to waterfowl? We'll discuss that a little later on in the program, and we'll talk to Brian Woodward of Rocky Mountain Discount Sports about all the ways that technology really has enhanced the way that you're comfortable when you're out on uh, on the hunt, or whether you're uh, duck hunting, goose hunting, deer hunting, elk hunting, antelope hunting. Uh, weather plays a, a whole big factor in all of those, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on with Brian and Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, which next week they've got a big thing coming. We'll tell you all about that, but let's get right into the show. What do you think? Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. As always, Game and Fish, part of this program, a very big part of this program, because without Game and Fish, we wouldn't have much of a program because all the great information that is shared each and every week. If you do have questions for Game and Fish, because there's a lot of different areas that we feel that you need information on, go over and ask the question on the My Country 95.5 mobile app, and uh, we'll get that question answered for you. And uh, Janet, we have questions quite the cast today. We do. I brought with me um, quite the crew of folks, all who deal with, with different types of lands in Game and Fish. And like you mentioned, we appreciate all the questions and, and hope that we're providing um, good information to folks. And this is one of the topics that we have a lot of different questions on. What is the difference between a public access area or a hunter management area? Or what is the difference between the walk-in hunting or walk-in fishing? Who manages it? Who owns the land? There's just a ton of, of different information that goes into all of the different land management programs. There, I guess I shouldn't say land management because Game and Fish is not a land management agency, but the, the ability to, for hunters and anglers to use the different lands that Game and Fish has available for them to use. So with me, I have John, who is our 
Access Yes Coordinator for the Casper Region of Game and Fish, and Matt, who is our Habitat and Access Supervisor for the Casper Region of Game and Fish. And they have a plethora of information for you today. Let's start at the top and work our way down about all the different programs that are available. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll start with the Access Yes properties that the Game and Fish helps manage the wildlife on. And so this is actually property that's privately owned. And then through an agreement with the Game and Fish Department, we allow hunting and or fishing on those properties um, at the landowner's kind of request. And some additional rules may apply to each of those areas. So they're open for fishing and or hunting only. And all of that is done through you know, donations from sports persons as well as uh, conservation stamp purchases. We get a cut of that, and that helps pay for those easements that uh, we essentially rent on private land to allow people to hunt and fish on. Another question that comes in is where does the money go for uh, for the stamps and, and uh, the licenses? Where does it all go? And, and it really all goes to help benefit this as well. You know, hunters and anglers in Wyoming, you know, their dollar is going to procure more access to help perpetuate, you know, hunting and fishing in the state. Um, a lot of the Access Yes funds are directly donated by sportsmen when they purchase a license. So the money that you use to purchase a license can go towards other things. And then there's always the question, would you like to donate to Access Yes? And if you choose to donate to Access Yes, then that funding does directly go to the agency or go to the Access Yes program and is primarily what the agency uses to fund that that program. John, there are lots of parts to Access Yes. Can we kind of discuss them all? Yeah, and I'm going to back up, and we're going to we're going to spread or kind of divide the Access Yes program into its three component pieces here, and it's really split up into walk-in hunting, walk-in fishing, and hunter management areas. And so, for walk-in hunting, all you need to use these properties is a valid hunting license that is appropriate for that walk-in area. You do have to check the Wyoming Game and Fish website because rules do change from one walk-in area to another walk-in area. So, for example, one walk-in area might be open for antelope hunting, whereas another walk-in area might be open for deer hunting only. So, in those situations, as long as you have a valid antelope hunting or deer hunting license, you can access any of those properties just the same as you would access BLM, so long as you're you know, abiding by the rules and regulations listed on the website for the walk-in areas. For a hunter management area, those are areas that we control a little bit more and try to either track the amount of use that they get or limit the pressure from hunters that that property receives. And so in many cases, there's a limited number of permission slips that you apply for through our department webpage and to access the hunter management areas, you do need to get a permission slip first. And, you know, like I said, that allows us to track use and then control the amount of hunting pressure a certain property receives. How far in advance does someone need to check into this? Is this something they could do on the spot, or do you need days or weeks in advance? You have to look at each hunter management area independently. So, for the hunter management areas that we give a limited number of permission slips out, 
we have you apply for those permission slips similar to the way you apply for a big game license in a limited quota area and that opens up in July so you can check our website at the beginning of July and we'll have those dates that the application period for hunter management area permission slips opens up um, on the other hand some of our other hunter management areas we have unlimited permission slips and we just use that program to track usage on those HMAs. And that's something that you can go on our website, apply for the permission slip, you'll get it instantly because we give out an unlimited number of those, but you do need to make sure that when you're on those areas that you've printed out the permission slip beforehand because part of that is you need to leave a copy of your permission slip in your vehicle while you're hunting that you need to carry a copy of it with you on your person. So it does require a little bit of pre-planning. You just need to make sure you secure that permission slip before you leave. A lot of great information on the show this morning that is very important because if you're looking for places to hunt, you need to know where you can and can't go. We're going to keep Game and Fish on the line and, and discuss more of those abbreviations in just a couple of minutes. At Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors on My Country 95.5. Having access to game and fish is something that we really pride ourselves on, and we give you that access too. So you can go to the My Country 95.5 mobile app. If you have any questions, all you have to do is click on the chat feature and send a question in, and we will get it answered by Game and Fish. There's so many different possibilities when it comes to hunting and fishing in this state. But you got to be familiar with all the different abbreviations. And, Janet, there are a lot of them, and not so easy to, to keep track of them. How can we keep track of these? Absolutely, and, and it will. They are kind of located on in the website um, in the same area under public access, and it will then branch out. And so you can find all of our public access areas, which are commissioned-owned lands for the most part, that we, we manage and, and you can use for lots of different activities versus the access. Yes, which are the private lands. And so it's, it's really pretty easy to differentiate when you see it on paper or on screen. But like you said, if we're talking WHMAs, HMAs, PAAs, WAIs, WAHs, like we, we like to make it <laughs> I, I want to throw in a couple WTFs. And, you know. <laughs> exactly. Now you're talking. <laughs> Uh, now, you did mention some some other letters that are all together, and uh, Matt's going to be able to, to help us on that, and that's with the wildlife habitat management areas and the public access areas. And, Matt, this is your focus in life, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct, Drew. So the other part of the, the, the Game and Fish Commission's uh, access program is uh, the uh, – the stuff that, that we manage through the Habitat and Access Program. We have, we have two types of lands. We have Wildlife Habitat Management Areas, or WHMAs, and we also have Public Access Areas, or PAAs. WHMAs are lands that, in, in most cases, long ago, the, the Game and Fish Commission identified some crucial wildlife habitats and then worked towards securing those those lands are typically either owned by the Wyoming Game and Fish Commission and or they could be comprised of uh, areas that we manage along with other managing agencies such as the BLM, 
the Bureau of Reclamation, and or the Office of State Lands and Investment. We also have what we call public access areas. In the past, we used to call them public fishing areas or PFAs. Many of those areas have other recreational opportunities other than just fishing, although they they do typically tend to be more aimed towards fishing. But in in many areas, there are uh, limited hunting activities available. Again, I would refer you to our website, and uh, there's a, a, a list and an interactive map on the on the website with all the various uh, public access areas and wildlife habitat management areas. And if you go on there uh, and you click on those areas, it will tell you what amenities uh, are there, what types of uh, sporting opportunities there are, general description of the area. As I said, there's an interactive map. You don't even have to know the name of them. All you have to do is click on one. If you see a, a spot that maybe is in your hunt area, or an area that looks like it would be an attractive spot to go fishing, and you can click on that map, and it'll pull up all that information for you. You know, we've we've talked about how difficult and how confusing this all is, but what it really comes down to, Drew, is the areas that I manage that are commission-owned or have long-term commission easements on have brown metal signs with white lettering, and the, the areas that John manages, primarily private lands, He typically has white plastic signs with brown lettering. But folks that live in the Casper area are probably very familiar with what Matt is talking about as far as PAAs, the public access areas, because they're up and down the river, tons of brown and white signs up and down the river where, you know, um, fishing guides will park as they're doing their shuttles, you know, Lusby, um, Seacrest. Big Muddy, there's all sorts of them up and down um, the river. And so a lot of times if people are driving between like here and Alcova, they'll see five of them on their way out there. All right, John, there's a lot of information here. What can make this easier for a a hunter to plan out how they need to go about where they're going to go? Hunters do have, and anglers as well, do have tools at their disposal through the Wyoming Game and Fish website. And the one that I like to direct people to most is our hunt planner. So by using the hunt planner, you can select what species you're either hunting or, or fishing, select that species, and then it'll take you to the interactive map. And from there, it'll filter out any of those access areas that don't allow hunting of that animal. So you're only looking, for example, if you select antelope, and you go to the interactive map, you'd only be looking at access areas that allow you to hunt antelope. And from there, you can click on each of those, and it'll bring up any additional rules or regulations or dates that the access area is open. So that's a really useful tool to help kind of filter out everything else we've talked about if you're only interested in antelope, elk, or deer. Um, By doing that, it'll automatically take you to the areas that you know, it's allowed to hunt those species. Very good. Wow, there's so much information to to process here. Again, if you have questions for Game and Fish, you can go and see them on all of their outlets, or uh, if it's easier for you, just go to the My Country 95.5 mobile app, and we will get that question answered. We do appreciate it. John, Matt, and Janet, as always, thank you so much. Thanks, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Yeah, thank you. Wyoming to Wyoming, hooking and hunting outdoors. My Country 95.5.
Well, after a very interesting week weather-wise, of course, if you missed out on coming in to Rocky Mountain Discount Sports and getting your warm clothes before the snow hit, you missed out, but doesn't mean you can't come in, right, Brian? No, we've got a pretty good selection of uh, bogs and mucks boots and danner boots and uh, manzella gloves and uh, everything you need for that uh, cold weather. I was just talking to you as uh, as I came in here. I'm like, oh, I need some good gloves, and you guys have a whole section of gloves. Really got a good selection. Really everything from you know a, a you know a nice just everyday kind of wearing kind of driving kind of glove to that really cold. I'm going to be out on the ice ice fishing kind of glove. Now you're uh, we've talked a lot about you going out uh, waterfowl hunting. Uh, you guys have all the equipment you need for that, too, because once you're in a layout blind and it's snowing and blowing and wet, it's pretty miserable. Oh, yeah. It's hard hard to be out there without a nice pair of, like, Under Armour base layer um, yeah. and, and the right gloves and just the right waterproof pants. Now, when you come in here to Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, you're going to find that uh, you're going to get lost in the greatness of the store, first off. <laughs> Every time I come in, I have to focus on you or else I get sidetracked. And that you probably see that a lot with a lot of folks coming in knowing they need all this stuff. Well, there's a lot to look at. And, you know, we've got a we've got a, a lot of merchandise and a pretty small storefront. So if you can't find it, we probably have it. You just need to ask. But, uh, yeah, if you look hard enough, you'll find what you're looking for. Now, we've talked a lot about optics and uh, the way that it, it's changed a lot technology wise uh when it comes to this different weather we get hot weather for a little bit we get cold weather for a little bit uh do you guys have a certain kind of uh, technology that can help in a situation like that you know, a lot of the uh, companies like Under Armour and Columbia are coming out with all their, you know, cold cold gear or, or cold, you know, technology that helps radiate that body heat back into into the clothing. And then, of course, you know, when you're talking about socks, you know, we've got a lot of varieties of like merino wool socks and a good moisture wicking sock will help keep you uh, warm throughout these winter months. One of the things that I, I love about Rocky Mountain Discount Sports is there's someone in every section that knows about the section they're working in. And even when it comes to boots, we were just sitting here and you were talking about, you know, some of the folks that work in the boots department. If you have questions on a certain boot, I mean, it's it's pretty knowledgeable folks that work here. Yeah, I think we can get you guided the right direction. You know, we're seeing you know especially with today's technology most people are just shopping from their phone to begin with they're doing the research and they're they're looking at the reviews but um that's why kind of why we carry what we do carry you know we're, we've listened to the consumer and our customers and we know which which boots are going to hold up to you know that wyoming weather and terrain and we, we go with companies that we know that are going to support us with warranties and taking care of customers when they do have a problem now we did have a little quick batch of, of snow we're not quite to ice fishing time yet but if you want to go ahead and start getting the supplies you need for that you got them here too yeah we're starting to get some of that product rolling in we don't have it uh, per se on the shelf yet but it's kind of working its way in you know we're kind of transitioning through a lot of that big game hunting although we're kind of just in the meat of that rifle season and uh, especially for elk um, but you know being being prepared and, and getting what you need when you need it uh, is going to be critical because there's still a supply chain problem so 
we've kind of committed to our vendors and asked to have products, you know, shipped in early so that uh, a guy that's looking for a new set of tip-ups or a new ice auger is going to have it in time for the season and, and not going to run into out-of-stock problems that he's going to find at some of these other locations. You were talking to me a little while ago about you were out pheasant hunting and you guys did get some ammo in, shotgun uh, ammo. Yeah, we had a pretty good shipment of uh, Fiocchi last week. Uh, I got another shipment coming in this next week, but... Um, it's still it's still tough out there. I mean, we're you know we're ordering more than we've ever ordered, and uh, manufacturers are just struggling at uh, finding the right components to to get enough product pumped out. So, you know, we're we're asking guys, you know, don't hoard it. You know, there's a lot of guys that have uh, Springer pheasant permits coming up, and you know they're going to need steel steel loads down there, and uh, the rest of the guys that are you know hunting bird farms in the area like Riverbend roosters. I mean, they can shoot whatever they want. But, uh, you know, we, we had, get what you need for the season, but um, it's, it's still going to be a tough one out there. Get in here and check it out. Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, CY Avenue in Casper and Brian, as always, it's a great joy, and I'm going to go shopping. Hey, oh, we'll take your money. Come on through. <laughs> <laughs> Hunting season. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. When I started this outdoor industry radio shows way back in, uh, I think it was about 2009, my very first and uh, and still the guy that I turned to from the very beginning, Jim Crowley, uh, has been such an influential part of this program because he's always willing to share his knowledge of all the BS that you know, Jim Crowley. <laughs> I was going to say, the only reason you still have me out is I wanted to screw people or still talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jim has been a hunter and a fisherman his entire life. Uh, Jim Crowley Outdoors is where you can go and you can find out about uh, fishing and even some hunting tips uh, and, and even how to build a rod and, and uh, some of your favorite lures. You do all that, Jim, and you yeah. keep yourself busy. For sure, for sure. And I was just, I was just teasing about that. There's at least two or three people that still talk to you and we all love you. Um, but mom. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, your, your mom, right. Same with me. It's my fan base, right? So, um, it, it's exciting this time of year for me because there's a transition from us from fishing for a little while, you know, to waterfowl hunting. And, and I really do love it because I get, I'm blessed to be able to hunt with a bunch of great guys and, and we're actually heading to Green Bay, Wisconsin next week. Um, to hunt that that's always a fun time of year so you know and with weather changes there's just so many different things that the birds can do and, and there's no question that waterfowl hunting ducks and or geese rely a hundred percent on what the weather's doing well and we just had this crazy weather swing that pushed through here this past week where you know it was very nice through the weekend and then all of a sudden the bottom fell out and in some places we got up to 17 inches of snow the wind chills are in the the teens so it's really getting a little bit chilly now but then it's it's melting and going away so how is that going to affect the the travel of a lot of the uh, birds that are around here well, that, that can vary, and, and I'm not just being vague on that, but, you know, the nice thing, there's a couple things about when you get a lot of snow, um, how we look at it in, in the Midwest. If we get a lot of snow up north, like whether it be Ontario or Minnesota, that's usually going to put a push of birds down. So wherever your birds were by you and you get a big snow, it can do a couple things. It can push some of them out of there to the next stop along their flight path because once their food gets covered up, they have a tendency to leave. However, 
you guys also have a lot of streams and some rivers and things like that. And those will always stay open just about no matter how cold it gets. Those are going to be the top areas by you guys when that happens that are going to attract a lot of ducks and some geese. So the guys who are waterfall hunting around there are going to, are going to look for those areas that when you get a lot of snow, like we get two or three inches of snow, I love it because that is always the best goose hunting. Those decoys stand out great. The geese think, you know, you have migrating birds coming down. The geese think, hey, there's more, you know, there's more down there feeding, a great place to feed. And they can be fooled a lot easier on a fresh cover of snow. Now, when the temperatures drop, though, we have a couple areas by us that, again, they're like creeks and small rivers that stay open. And we know that any birds that are going to be left in the area, they're going to feel a lot more comfortable around that moving water. So even though you guys get a lot of snow, some of those open areas that will stay open, those are where a lot of your birds are probably still going to be. Of course, you can go check out Jim Crowley Outdoors all over the website, Facebook, Instagram. And, Jim, you do a a live bit and a a show every Tuesday. Yeah, we've actually moved it to every other Tuesday now. We try to keep it every other um, week just because we got a lot going on. But the podcast has been growing, and it's just called Jim Crowley Live. And the easiest way to find that is just is on Facebook. And if, if you like our page on Facebook, you'll be notified when the live events are going to be. And we've got some fantastic guests coming up from the industry. We've got some professional anglers. I know we've got Justin Lucas coming on and Randall Tharp uh, coming up in coming weeks and along with some other great guests. So it's really fun to be able to talk live and get people commenting and asking these guys questions. Um, because it's it's just a whole lot of fun, plus you get some really great information. Yeah, be sure to check that out, Jim Crowley Outdoors. And, of course, as always, if you have any questions that you think Jim would be great for answering, you can hit us up on the My Country 95.5 mobile app. We'll get Jim on again, and he'll answer your question. Jim, as always, my friend, thank you so much. Uh, God bless you, buddy, you and all your listeners. Thanks again, and we we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Go to Jim Crowley Outdoors all over. We've got another great show in the books, and we sure appreciate you tuning in and listening, whether you're on the radio or on demand at the My Country 95.5 mobile app. Download the app, and you can get the show every Monday morning uh, on demand. Listen to it whenever you'd like. Thanks again for listening. You're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors, My Country 95.5.